Ahoy legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy, legend! Welcome to the next episode of the Team Buffalo podcast, where every day I answer one leadership question and tackle one leadership topic just to give you the insights, tools, tips, and tactics you need to be a kick-ass leader back in the organization you work in, business, etc. Welcome. Today's topic is a great one on mindset. Mindset. Mindset? Yes, mindset. The focus today on mindset super important and near and dear to me. Look, I'm seeing incredibly high levels of burnout across leaders and organizations. Seeing people in their businesses start to fall out of love with what they're doing and who they're doing it with and the customers they're doing it with. There's a lot going on in the world that is affecting us. There's a lot of externalities, you know, pandemic we've just kind of come out of, but it's still lingering there. There's stuff still happening. We're still dealing with the leave and the issues that that conjures up. Um, you know, people's businesses have suffered on the back of that. We're now in a recession, really, if we're being honest. You know, inflation's absolutely bananas and kind of out of control. So if you look at all those things, you go, oh my God, what are, what are we doing here? It's hard. Like no one's going to reject the fact that these are incredibly difficult operating conditions. But this isn't the first time in history, really, to any degree, that leaders and organizations have had to face adversity. You know, the classic tale that most people tell uh, in the tech and startup community is, you know, that all the greats like Airbnb and Uber and a number of others, long list, were all born during, you know, a busted bubble and a downturn and this kind of poor scenario and recessions and, you know, the GFC. And there were, there were a lot of great organizations that grew and a lot of great organizations that were led to better places throughout the turmoil that comes with these types of operating environments. It's, it's possible. So you have to go, well, if I accept that the operating conditions around me are a shit show, there's not a whole fucking lot I can do about the operating mess that's around me. It's a nightmare. I'm tired of all the shit, but I love what I do. I really want to see the thing I do be really successful. I care about my career. I care about my business, whatever it might be. As long as those things are true, then we go, what can we actually control in this scenario? We can't control a global skill shortage. We can try and attract great people, retain top talent. I'm sure you're doing as best you can. If not, we can work on that. You know, I'll try and look after myself as best I can through this process in terms of compensation and setting myself up for success. But there's a big thing that almost everyone is overlooking at the moment and no one really wants to talk about. And it's mindset. Yes, we've discussed all the factors that are out there. I understand those play a toll. I'm not unaffected by those factors. I have a business just like everyone else listening to this. I have a career like everyone else listening to this. And one of those two buckets that doesn't change the fact that you are ultimately responsible for your mindset. The people around you, you know, your boss, your partner, your friends, your family, they will help you. They can be there as a support. But if you have a poor mindset about what's happening to you, if you suffer from a 
you know, a victim mentality, particularly in the workplace. I'm not going to, we're not doing deep psychological work here. That's not the space for it, nor is that what we're about here. We're about leadership development. But if you've got this kind of victim mindset about the workplace, particularly in things that happen to you, you know, every time I hire someone, someone quits. It's so difficult. You know, the economy is hard. My business is rough. Yes, those things are all true. But you can choose to either let that be the case and be apathetic and or almost submit to it. Or you can start to understand, well, what things can I do that will help at least as best possible recharge my battery and keep me as sharp and focused and attentive as possible? Because in spite of all the adversity, you still have to show up if you're a leader. You have to show up, you have to do awesome shit, and you have to be there for your people. There's no opportunity to screw around. You've got to be the best version of yourself as often as possible. You be authentic. When you're down, you're struggling, it's fine, but you need to pull yourself back up as quickly as possible. Your ability to self-manage your mindset is a great determinant of success. Your inability to manage your own mindset will hinder your growth and business trajectories. So some of the things you can consider to boost that mindset, to really make sure that you're at the top of your game when it comes to it, just a few quick tips, uh, and I'll go a little bit into each of them. The first is to just monitor your energy levels without taking your low points out on your team. It's super critical. You know, be aware of when you're having a bad day. You know, you wake up, you show up, something happens, someone pisses you off, whatever it is, there's this kind of energy you can feel. It's carrying it around. I'm in a bad fucking mood today. I'm not dealing with it. Okay, well, look, who is that going to help? It's not going to help you for sure. It sure as shit isn't going to help the people around you, but it's definitely not going to help you. Carrying that around is toxic. It has an impact to you and everyone around you. And I don't think it's as productive as you might feel that it is. And living in the moment of, you know, I don't feel good today, so I'm not going to act like I feel good is not constructive. You know, putting too much emphasis on how you feel right now is a recipe for delay and goal delay towards the progress you're after. So keep an eye on your energy levels, but don't take them out on your team. And do something to lift them. Second is seek and apply feedback from people you know and trust. You know, if your mindset's a bit rough, you know, go seek out the facts. Don't say, you know, I'm feeling gloomy because of this. What do you reckon? That's hard because people are going to go, well, yeah, you're right. That is difficult. Don't start with that. Go, you know, what have you heard about staff turnover at the moment? Or how are you coping with the you know, hyperinflation that's coming our way? You know, how's that going for you and your business? Seek that out. You know, and then the next question is, well, what are you doing to manage those things? Help me understand. What are some of the tips and things you've tried? What's not working well? What's working well? You know, take more of a clinical assessment approach to those issues rather than a, oh, can you tell me your life's hard too? Because I'm feeling like my life's pretty hard. And they always say, misery loves company. Sure, shit does. And if you tell someone you're kind of grumpy and down, others will go, yeah, I'm grumpy and down as well. So don't start that way. You seek feedback from other sources on what's going on in that environment and on your own leadership. Then third is have strategies to recharge, including, and this is super, super important, including taking time off. I don't care how awesome you are, how many goals you smash, how many projects you land, how amazing your career is. I have never met someone who can go 24-7, nonstop, and not have to take time at some point. 
It's not about escaping. It's not about you know, admitting that you're you're failing or tired or whatever you might put those labels on. You need time to recharge. And if you can't subscribe to that at a minimum, the secondary benefit of all of that recharge time is you get mental clarity. You gain more clarity on the issues. Your brain starts to process the deeper things that need to happen. You find novel solutions and start to pick apart your business. It's one of the best benefits of taking time away. And then, as I said, you also need to have strategies to recharge. So hobbies, reading, whatever it is. If you're reading all the time, don't just read freaking business books because that can have a negative impact on you. Creates this kind of admiration effect I've seen in people where you go, oh, this book says this person did this by this time and I'm only here. That's not great. Not good. It's the kind of Instagram effect applied in the same way. So have strategies to recharge, including taking time off. And then last but not least, and we did cover this in an earlier episode called Your Inner Critic. Um, So I definitely suggest you check this out, but it's a good reminder because it fits on the whole mindset side is watch how you speak to yourself. Think about how you talk to your, like actually take the words you would say to yourself the next time it happens, listen to them and go, holy crap. Did I just say that to myself? Like, oh, you're terrible. or Oh, what an idiot. Or, oh, that was really stupid. Good job screwing that up, Travis. That's terrible. If And I said this in that episode and definitely suggest you checking out because there's a deeper dive on it. But if that person were – that voice were another person, you go, I'm not, I'm not going to hang out. This is an abusive relationship. Yes, it's helpful from a performance perspective to have the inner critic that pushes you to go further. But if it's speaking to you in a toxic and destructive manner, that's not helpful. It creates all kinds of complexities in the way you operate, and it creates these real performance gateways and and misconceptions you've created for yourself that don't actually exist and are not helpful and have no utility. So I'd suggest being aware of the way you speak to yourself and making a conscious effort to modify the way you speak to yourself. So if you fail to hit a target or you have a bad quarter or whatever it is, don't say, what an idiot, or you're a loser, or you're not as good as you thought you were. Say, well, I missed that. Okay. What did I do that I could have done better? What did I not do better that I should have known I needed to do better? And what will I commit to doing that? You know, all the normal kind of questions around assessing as if someone else, you were giving them performance feedback that they had missed targets, take that same approach with yourself. You'll find that it changes not only the quality of feedback you can draw from your own reflections, but it also changes how you feel about yourself. You don't feel as negative about kind of being alone with yourself and thinking about what didn't go well. So that's today's episode. As I said, you know, four kind of areas. Monitor your energy levels, but don't take it out on the people around you. Seek and apply feedback from trusted sources clinically. You know, ask those real questions that are objective. Have strategies to recharge, including taking time off, and watch how you speak to yourself. As always, I've been your host, Travis Thomas. You can check out more great content on our website at teambuffalo.co slash newsletter, where I've got a weekly newsletter that actually drops this tomorrow. Uh, So definitely get on the list. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Team Buffalo podcast. Chat with you soon and keep being amazing.